everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Destiny Radio. Today, we're going to, to do something a little bit different. Today, I'm in the hot seat, and I will be answering questions from our visitors, uh, Alden and Michelle. So this is going to be a chance for people to maybe hear a little bit more about me, Joe, but now we'll get a little more personal. So, fire away, guys. <laughs> what do you guys have for me? Cool. So, <clears throat> Joe, how I would like to know what was your motivation or process maybe that you have walked um, that led you to the decision and choice to stand in the position where you are of bringing forward and spreading the destiny message through creation of quality content and things you have just been doing for ECOF and Soul and working with Sunet and the studio in general. It's really interesting because I don't really know how to answer that question. And the reason is um, when we're looking at how did I make that decision? Um, because it wasn't like I made that decision. It was more like through a sequence of events, um, uh, that just is who I am. So it's not like I decided, okay, I'm going to now do these projects. Yeah. It was like, okay, I'm here, and this is what's here, and this is what I'm going to do because it's who I am. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting. I wouldn't say that it's it's like a conscious choice. It's more like I wouldn't want to do anything else because this is what's here. This is where my expression is. Um, and I've always been kind of a theatrical person, meaning like not a drama queen, but like... Um, Theatrical in the sense of I've always been drawn to communication. Mm -hmm. um, I've always liked telling stories. I've always liked finding ways to engage people so that they look at things or think about things. Or if my storytelling can give them a kind of experience that opens them up to more things, that's what I want to do. That's mm -hmm. what I enjoy. So a big part of that kind of got suppressed um, in the past several years of my life, you know, because of life, because of having to work and having to deal with things and you know, living with a mind and all mm. of that, um, these parts of me kind of got pushed down. Mm. And I also judged a lot of that as like, that's not supportive. That's not real. That's not going to change the world. That's not, you know, what you need to do. Yeah. Um, so during my time at the farm, um, I went through a series of collapses <laughs> where the things that I used to hold on to as a part of my personality, as a part of who I thought I was, started to kind of fall away. And it was scary because I was faced with having to be self-honest with a lot of things that I didn't want to look at. But the interesting thing was all these things that I was holding on to and afraid to let go of, as they started to fall away, these other parts of me started to come forward. Um, my kind of finding myself again. Um, and this actually was something that solidified only like a few months ago. <laughs> so if you guys had arrived... A few months earlier, you'd kind of see mm -hmm. a different version of me. Oh, interesting. Okay. Very much so. So where I'm at now is, um, yes, now I have reached a certain kind of solidity, gotten back to myself. And I'm also 
at the same time becoming more expressive, creative, and in a way confident. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the past, what would happen is I would have a lot of fear. I would have a lot of self-judgment, self-doubt of like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to do this. This isn't going to be good enough. I shouldn't even try. And I'd get frustrated. You know, I, I tried to learn something new and it wouldn't be easy. And I would already, in the back of my mind, tell myself, this is a waste of time. Don't do it. Um, you're not fooling anybody. So what's changed is that started to shift in me. But mm-hmm. um, it was like a moment of realizing I can just let all of that go. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> so now what happens is my creative process isn't tied to expectations okay. of failure, of what if this isn't good enough? Um, what if this doesn't work? Now it's about... What is my expression? What what am I here to say? Because it doesn't matter to me ultimately how much other people like what I do. Do I like what I'm doing? Am I here within the work that I do? Um, And that is what I think is starting to come through in my (laughs) willingness to try and willingness to be creative and be expressive Um, because it's not anymore about what I can get from other people. Now it's more like I have these skills. I have this awareness. I've lived a life and I've had experiences that people can learn from. So how do I want to share that? Right. And that has been the biggest shift for okay, me. Okay, cool. So you mentioned like <clears throat> a couple of months before that you were going, you were a different person. Yeah. So what you explained in terms of like dropping your expectations and mm. your depression um, is that also in connection to the ECOF that was recently shared where yes. you internet talked about the changing? Yeah, um, if you listen to several of the uh, interviews on ECOF that where I'm in it, um, mm-hmm. a lot of it is points that I'm personally going through. Okay. So um, it, I think it began when you know there were some personal issues I was facing. I was going through depression. I was going through just this phase of... Like, everything just felt heavy. Like, literally, mm. I felt like I was covered in tar. Yeah. Like, just, I, I, everything felt hard to do. Uh, there were days where, like, I couldn't wake up and get out of bed. I just wanted to stay in my bed the entire day and just stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, because that felt right. Um, even though it was, like, this negative, heavy, depressed sense, this, this state of being... That's where I was. Mm-hmm. So out of that, what I started to realize was I have to do something. <laughs> I can't stay here. So I began the process of finding ways to embrace my pain. And I literally began one day with laying in my bed. And um, I. this is also in one of the recordings mm-hmm. where I share this process. Um, but basically what I did was... I allowed myself to fully feel what I was going through. And that might sound counterintuitive. It's like, well, but you were depressed. Why would you do that? Right. Um, with me, there was a an understanding and an awareness to what I was doing. Because even when I was depressed, even when I was at the worst of it, right. I was always aware of myself because of the process I have walked. 
So within that starting point, it was like a moment of, I trust myself. I'm here. I know I'm going through all this stuff. I know this is energy. Right. I know it's, it doesn't have to control me, but it's here and I've been struggling with it. So let me just unconditionally be here with it. What is this? So in a way, it's kind of like I've been having this debate with myself, like fighting with myself, trying to understand why is it making me feel this way? Why is everything being like this? And that was a moment where I changed the tone. I changed it into a conversation. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like me fighting myself anymore. It was more like, okay, tell me, <laughs> what is this? What's going on? Because I can feel this pain. Um, this heartache, this heaviness, um, this depression, this moodiness, and the tools I've known haven't worked. So what's been missing? And out of that process, I began to develop an awareness mm -hmm. of myself, my emotions, my connection to my body. And that led me eventually to uh, a process of self-honesty. And that was the hardest because what opened up was I was still fighting and blaming and angry at so many people in my life. And I wasn't really forgiving. And it wasn't so much about forgiving them for what they did to me. I had to forgive my part in the nastiness that I created, in the thoughts that I allowed myself to have, right. and all the reactions I had. Um, and seeing my part in creating all of that drama that has been in my life and taking it back to myself and understanding that I can't take any of it back. I can't change the past. You know, I can't fix the relationships that have already been broken because right. of certain things. But what I can do is learn from them and turn this pain into a lesson. Right. Um, and that is kind of what unfolded. I learned to really physically embrace me um meaning it's not like i was giving myself a hug um it was more like i fully take responsibility for everything that i am all my thoughts all my words all my reactions all of it back to myself and when i did that i that's when i realized okay now that i have the lesson i don't need the pain and this eventually led to that moment where one day I was with Sunette um, and we were doing some planning and we were doing some recordings. And uh, I think a being was with Sunette at the time and they were, they're quite sensitive to when we're in a point. Mm -hmm. And um, the being pointed out, okay, Joe, what is going on? Because I can feel the tightness in your chest. What's happening? This isn't who you are. And in that moment, I was like, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly the point you're pointing to. Um, and it's a point that I've been struggling with and kind of looking at. And uh, she said, okay, well, just drop it. And in one moment, um, for the first time in my life, I felt myself not just... You know how sometimes you can calm yourself down when you're angry and it feels like you've dropped... Yeah. everything but really all you've done is just maybe you've stabilized a little yeah. and you've suppressed it okay so the difference here was i felt my physical body like actually shift um i became lighter and it was like 
because I had been working with this point for a while, I knew like what it felt like and where it was and what contributed to it. And because of that process, I, I kind of just took it and literally it's like I wrapped it into myself, gave it like a, a hug so tight that I forced it into me yeah. and as me completely. I fully became it, stood as it, and dropped it. It's weird, but there was like an actual... It, this took place in the span of like maybe 10, 15 seconds. Okay. Okay, so there was like that amount of time, but what I felt was like a f real physical drop of things. Now, why this has been so relevant to me, and this happened... A, about a month ago, more than a month. Mm -hmm. Why this has been so relevant to me is because this is proof that, you know, I was in this depression for months, like four or five months. And there was no telling how I was going to get out of it. And I was convinced, like, okay, my life is just pretty fucked. <laughs> um, but in one moment, because of the process I walked, because of the trust I had, the care that I took for myself, in one moment, all of that came to a moment of decision, a moment of action, where I lived my understanding. I lived my self-forgiveness. Right. My self-forgiveness wasn't just something I did to make me feel better. It was a moment of like, okay, if I've really taken self-responsibility, do I need to hold on to all of this pain? Do I need to hold on to this feeling of feeling shit? Mm -hmm. um, do I need to hold on to any of this? And the answer was no, without a doubt, no hesitation. It was just a no. And the point dropped. And uh, it was a real change. It's something I can't explain. I've, you know, it's, We've also done recordings where we talked about how sometimes people can create an idea of like, when I'm really changed, it's going to feel like this. Right. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel any of that. <laughs> there was no feeling involved. It was just like a, oh, okay, all that pain, all that suffering, all that stuff I put myself through for the past five, six months. Okay, gone. <laughs> and that's it. Simple like that. Just huh? yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And you can see it, I mean... I noted down here, like you're when you said you're no longer doing the project you're doing, like in expectation or for people to like it and mm. things like that. You're doing it as an expression of yourself. You're just putting the content out there and just practically observing if it has an impact or not. If it's yeah. gonna reach more people, like your objective is or not, and then you know you're gonna change your expression to different yeah. things you're gonna express through. Right. So, and is this in connection to like you dropping that that? That design or that um, depression? I'm still kind of looking at everything because that was definitely a defining moment for me. Mm -hmm. um, and just the days following that, it was just this window of a few days, you know, culminating into, okay, there was that event with Sinet where I just drop everything. But it wasn't just because I dropped th that, you know, the depression and stuff I was going through. What became real for me was the fact that I put in so much time and effort and energy creating my depression mm -hmm. and I was able to drop it. Um, and what that shows me is I can do that with anything. 
Right. If I can do that to something where, you know, literally there were days where I, I couldn't get out of bed or nights where I just couldn't sleep. I was just so torn up about so much stuff that was inside me. And I was it's just uh, sh- uh, shitty. Um, but to be able to, in one moment, because of understanding me and walking a process, um, being able to drop that, now it's like, yeah, I can th- go back into fear and holding myself back. But why? Right. It's no point. And this is, yeah, um, this is... Um, something that stuck with me ever since those few months. So I really do feel like a different person. And when I say that, it's it's real, it's substantial. Because the change has been consistent. I haven't gone back to that old pattern. Because mm-hmm. I, I really see no point. I don't need to do that to myself. Right. I can. <laughs> but I just, it, to me, it's like... Um, I don't want to, and I'm not going to, and I'm enjoying myself for the first time in maybe a decade. Right. Actually being okay with myself and not feeling like shit, not feeling like I'm worthless. Um, actually being and expressing the value that I've been searching for through other people, through other things. That is amazing, and guys, if if you know if you if you were here and see Joe in his day to day life, I mean, I haven't seen before, but how I would describe him is like a very grounded, stable person that gets a lot of things done, but is really at a very kind of like a breath pace moving <laughs> through things. Yeah, that's how I would describe you. And Interesting. You're like, like what I get from you is like you don't really, you don't really care if people like stuff you do or not mm. you're just doing them you're just mm. putting yourself out there you're expressing this is me this is joe you like me cool you don't like me well yeah you you have probably points to work through <laughs> so <laughs> but i'm gonna be me i'm gonna stay me you know yeah. this is who i am and this is what i set myself up to do i'm gonna push the message i'm gonna mm. produce quality content gonna try different things and i think we can see that definitely in like the misunderstanding video that that has just recently been released um, the different setup for the soul and living word interviews. Yeah. I mean, the content has just like went up, <laughs> you know, the quality yeah. of it. And, and just the message has gotten more um, grounded, more practical for people to apply. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah that, that's and that's, kind of... that's kind of where I'm at. For me, it's, it's not even so much about promoting destiny. I like, I can't promote destiny. Right. Um, and let me explain what I mean by that. It's For me, destiny isn't something separate from me anymore. I've spent time living these tools. I have firsthand real proof that this not only works, but the applications of this don't stop with where you think, um, you know, oh, I've transcended this point, so I'm done. No, that's just the beginning. Um, why do we walk through our mind? Why do we spend so, all this time writing, doing self-forgiveness? Where is it all leading to? For me, the answer came. For me, it's you know, process, walking through your mind, stopping your thoughts, understanding how you create your emotions. That's not the end. That's not the goal. That's the start. Right. And for me, it's a very real sense of like I've been born again. 
I've given myself the opportunity. I've proven it beyond any shadow of any doubt that no matter what, I can drop the things that I felt powerless about. I can change me, my relationship to all of that in one moment. I've done it. I've seen it. It's real. There can be no more doubt for me. So I'm not here to defend destiny. I'm here to share my experience. And this has come through walking with destiny. So when I say check out destiny, um, go to the forums, do this, do that, I don't want you to just believe it. I don't want you to just follow. I'm telling you because that's what I did, and this is my result, and it's real. We're trying to show people living examples of tools we have lived and applied and that have like real substantial impact. And the key is application. Right. Um, so it's very easy to say I've read all the articles, watched all the videos, downloaded every EQAF interview, but nothing's changing. Right. You have to ask yourself why. Because how much are you actually engaging yourself with the material? How much during your day, in your day-to-day -day life, are you actually applying what we're talking about? Just take a moment and just have a look. How many times have you really moved yourself to slow down and breathe and stop your thoughts? Because if you're not doing that, then you really have to look at your starting point in listening to all this material, right. reading all these articles, because we're not here to just make you smarter. We're not here to give you all this knowledge to do nothing with. So, yeah, application is key. Exactly. And um, it's been mentioned like throughout the years, articles, recordings, different beings, that knowledge without application is useless. Yes. It is to use the material, the message, the points, um, the applications shared in the interviews or for articles or for other Estonians and see where can I apply that in my life to support me, to yeah. change this point of fear maybe I'm facing. Right. Depression that I have been facing for years. Yes. You know, and then you use it, you apply it, and then you have like a reference point within yourself where you know you have, you went through that process of understanding, for example, your depression. And now when you are, for example, quote unquote in the system and you approach people and you see people with depression, you can support them. Not with, for example, destiny language or lingo, but you can source like the living. I want, I want yes. to say it's like this this bubbly water, living substance in your, of your application. Yes. And you put it in different words, in exactly. different contexts, so you can reach more people because you have been living. You have yeah. not just been integrating and storing knowledge like a hard disk. Exactly, and that's a big difference. I think a lot of new Dystonians will face this point of like, there's so much new information and understanding opening up, um, and they'll often start to directly share that end result and using very specific destiny language to try to reach other people and right. try to... and. What tends to happen is that backfires. Uh, a lot of the people that are new to the process, uh, this is something that they face quite often, which is nobody else wants to listen to me. Okay, but uh, hold on. Why would they listen to you? How are you approaching them? Are you relating to them? Are you really understanding their problem as your own? Or are you trying to save them because you'll feel better? Are you trying to reach them because... 
You want to feel special for how much knowledge you have about the mind that they don't have. What are you trying to prove? What is your support? Um, And that's something that um, we work with and deal with a lot. I know I've been there. I've wanted to preach to people. I've pushed so many people out of my life because I was way too harsh. Um, I wanted people to just see what I saw, but I didn't take into consideration that I was ready. I went through a process to be ready for the message and engage myself in the message. Other people may not yet have a reason to question, may not yet have a reason to do that. So you really have to find the right moments of opportunity to really connect with someone. Do you really understand what this person is going through? And how would you like to be supported if you were this person? And that's when you really start to live destiny. That's when you really become an example. Exactly. That's, that's the best way to represent and share destiny. Exactly. And as we have been talking on another note, somewhere separate, <clears throat> if you do have curiosities, because I mentioned the ECOF story is like huge with thousands of interviews and um, with like messages like to everything that you can yes. possibly conceive of. Yes. It's like what I found for me is like, I want to know all these things, the secrets of the universe and existence yeah. and creation, so to speak. Yeah. But if I don't apply anything... Yes. Contextualize it, for example, in my life, where can I change things? Where can I, where can I better myself or support another? It's useless. So um, for me, what helps is like creating a balance between satisfying my curiosity and using, like applying the knowledge that's there so it's not wasted and, and in just staying knowledge. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, yeah I, I have nothing to add to that. That's perfect. Cool. So just looking at my notes here. I think I'm all satisfied with the questions I had for you, Joe. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for helping me get these points out. Cool. It's been a pleasure picking your brain (laughs) about things. (laughs) All right. So for this session of Destiny Radio, we got to know a little bit about me. If you guys have questions you'd like me to take on or a topic you want me to speak about, uh, if you want our perspective on anything from someone on the farm, let us know, and we'll see if we can't uh, arrange that for you. Remember, you can like, share, subscribe to the podcast. We are also available on iTunes, so you can get the episodes downloaded directly to your phone. For Destiny Radio, this has been Joe and Alden as my interrogator. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you again. 